Well, Matt Moore is an angel, so we're asking a few questions. Will he help? Is he an upgrade? And how will the bullpen be laid out this season for the Halos? It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. Thank you to those that have. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Happy Tuesday to you and thanks for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. Well, Mike, it happened once again, you know, we convinced ourselves that uh, Matt Moore would be a great addition to this team, and the Angels went out and got him. Spring training is in full swing. There's tons of news, tons of updates, but the biggest thing that we want to talk about today is the fact that Matt Moore has been signed to this team. Will he help us? Is he an upgrade to the bullpen? How's the bullpen going to be laid out this season. All right, so before we get started, do you want to get all your uh, Matt Moore puns out of the way, Johnny? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> it wasn't like I was going to say that we're going to get more wins because of him. Uh-huh. He's going to hold the lead more times than we did last year. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we need more lefties in this bullpen. <laughs> you got uh-huh. me. Okay, you got me. Yeah. You're not even a dad yet, and, and this is already happening. This it's already is, happening. I think it's great, actually. I think it's pretty great. All right, let's talk about Matt Moore. He signed a one-year, $7.5 million deal, helped solidify this bullpen, and he had a really great year last year, John. Yeah. 74 innings pitch. A 1.3 war, a 1.97 ERA, and 83 strikeouts in those 74 innings pitched. And then there's a stat that is actually new to me, and I think it's new to some baseball fans. It's QOPA, Johnny. And it stands for quality of pitch average. Quopa. Quopa Cabana? (laughs) See, you're unstoppable today. This is it's the quality of pitch and it's a measurement that designates the pitch value for every ball thrown at the catcher. It combines hmm. speed, location, movement in a single numeric value and it quantifies the quality of the baseball pitch. I sound like a genius baseball fan right now, don't I? I love this stat actually because it gives us a sense of how Matt Moore improved and how good he was last season. So good players land between three to six on this scale. Moore in 2022 had a 4.79 Quopa. Uh, That's the top 14%, which led to a 1.95 ERA. And then, Johnny, it breaks down each pitch that he threw and where those pitches actually rank. So why don't you give us that information? Yeah, look at this. A change-up. His change-up was a 4.94 Quopa. That's in the top 12%. The fastball was a 4.93 Quopa, top 15%. And then this was the real thing that was the game-changer for him last season. The knuckle curveball, which ranked at a... 4.66 quality of pitch average quopa that ranks in the top 20 percent so those are some pretty strong numbers for each of matt moore's 
pitches from last season. Have you heard of this stat before, John? Quopa? This is the first time I've heard it, Mike. Okay, I wonder if it's even called Quopa, but if it's not, we should copyright that and make it a Super <laughs> Halos trend, right? And let me take it a little bit further. Here's some good information. His vertical break on some of his pitches were in the top 15% in baseball, mm. meaning that they were coming at you at a certain certain angle and then they would drop or they would move. Right. His change-up vertical break was in the top 10%, really top 9%. And then his fastball vertical break was in the top 20%. And so he really had a solid year last season Mm -hmm. and was a huge, impactful player for the Texas Rangers. You had talked to Bryce from Locked On Rangers, and and he had talked about how he was really thankful that the Rangers had Matt Moore on their team last year. He came on as a, I think, a minor league contract, right? It was a minor league deal, yeah. He built his way up into the this bullpen and had a phenomenal, phenomenal season. So Johnny, maybe it's an obvious question, but we have to talk about it. Is more a plus addition to this bullpen? Does more add more? There you go. <laughs> give me, give me more, Michael. Give me, give me more, give me more. In the words of the famous poet, Britney Spears. Yeah. Bryce Paderek over at Locked on Rangers uh, is a good friend of ours, even though he hosts the Ranger show. He is a, uh, uh, not a rival locked on sports host, but definitely a rival fan, right? We, but we don't have to put up with him. He's a he's a good friend. Yes, he's a good friend. <laughs> uh, he said, "Here are some things that you should know about Matt Moore. He got a new curveball last year that really made a difference. Signed as a minor league free agent, like you mentioned, posted a perfect ERA for like a month before being called up, and was excellent all season. Wow. He can go multiple innings and can pitch in any situation, but he still walks a lot of people, and that's." Mm. One thing that I think that we need to point out, he had a 12.5% walk rate in his appearances last season, which I think leads to the higher, you'll see a higher FIP on Matt Moore, the fielding independent pitching, because he's putting runners on in those situations through the walk. If we can put up with the walks, Matt Moore is going to be a much better option out of the bullpen considering he can go multiple innings and pitch in any situation. Ideally, you want those lefty-lefty matchups, but if you need to count on more to get you through maybe the 6th, the 7th, the 8th, and kind of go back-to-back there, he's got that, that starter mentality in him from all the years that he was a starter. But Mike, he talked to the media at spring training and, and mentioned that for him, being a full-time bullpen guy was a game-changer for him because it allowed him to kind of reset his mind and focus on, you know what? I am just going out there for an inning or two. I am just going out there to get three guys out at the most. And I can imagine that having that mentality over, hey, I'm the guy who starts this game, I set the tone, right, is a much different job than going out there and, and holding the lead, preventing runners from scoring, helping to keep the game tied. It makes sense why he performed so well out of the bullpen. And I remember thinking when he came in against the Angels, I was like, Matt Moore, what's he doing here? Yeah, right. And then proceeded to tear it up all season long, especially every time we faced him too. So this is a really great addition. I know that we had been clamoring for Andrew Chafin all off season. But once we did that episode where we talked about the remaining bullpen options, number one, Chafin signed with the Diamondbacks for about a million and a half less. But I think $7.5 million for Matt Moore is a good deal. So I, I yeah. feel pretty good about this. Again, no bad deals for one-year relievers, especially somebody who's coming off a great season. 
Now, I know Aaron Loop was coming off a fantastic season with the Mets, and then he didn't quite live up to those expectations. And even if Matt Moore regresses some, I think that we're still going to have a pretty solid pitcher in Matt Moore coming out of the bullpen, and we need we needed another lefty option in that bullpen, and the Angels got their guy. So now they have Aaron Loop, Jose Quijada, Matt Moore. Great options to go to uh, in the later innings. Now, coming up, how does Matt Moore fit into this bullpen. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Now, here's full disclosure for those watching and for those listening. John and I are grateful for the sponsors of this show, but one of the things that we wanted to do when we first signed on with Locked On is we didn't want to just share the information without actually letting you know if it's good or not. So like with Built Bar, we wanted to try it first and we we fell in love. Like we fell in love with these Built Bars and Built Puffs that are delicious and I would recommend the Puffs because the Puffs are one of my favorites. So if you're actually looking for something that's healthy and tasty, you got to try a Built Bar and a Built Puff. They're covered in 100% real chocolate and they they have great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, chocolate almond, and they're only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. I've shared on this pod before that I skipped like lunch and had a built bar or a built puff, and it actually filled me up until I got home for dinner, which was great. You can go to their website, built.com, wide variety and selection of built bars, built puffs, and granola bars. You can also head to your nearest Walmart. They have a four bar box in their pharmacy section with flavors like cookies and cream, double chocolate coconut puffs. There is a third option. You can go to Sam's Club and they have a 13 bar box with all of their hit flavors. Brownie batter and churro and when you get it, you can thank us later. Built bars, built puffs and granola bars. You gotta try this. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. And for your second listen, go and check out Locked On MLB Prospects with host Lindsey Crosby. He's a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. Just got done covering the Angels, so check out that episode from last week. And in his Monday mailbag from yesterday, he actually answered some questions about if the Angels could swing a Corbin Burns trade. He talked about... Levon Soto as well, so you're going to want to check that out. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Johnny, the Angels signed Matt Moore, and we were really excited about that, and we believe that he actually is a huge improvement to this bullpen, and he is somebody that actually improved from 2021 Mm -hmm. to 2022. So here's some of those stats, Johnny. With the Phillies in 2021, his curveball, his usage on his curveball was 15.3%. It sat around 80 miles an hour and had 2,200 revolutions per minute. Mm -hmm. So when you think of like spin rate, that's what they're talking about there. And had a 15.7 whiff rate on his curveball. And then in 2022, things changed for him. He actually threw his curveball 38.2% of the time. So a 15% increase. And he actually added three miles an hour to his curveball. So instead of 80 miles an hour, it was 83 miles an hour. And then here's what's really important about like the spin rate. It was 2434. Now remember in 2021, it was 22. 
03. So mm-hmm. he added a, a good like 200 RPMs to his spin rate. Yeah. And the, the spin rate's really important because the amount of spin on a pitch, it changes its trajectory. So the same pitch thrown at the same velocity will end up in a different place depending on how much it actually spins. And so that's actually a really good thing. And he really improved that in 2022. And his whiff percentage on his curveball was almost 30%, more wow. than doubled in his strikeout pitch with that curveball. He's going to be a great addition to this bullpen. And he's the third lefty. And you mentioned this last segment. Him, Quejada, and Loop are the three lefties in this bullpen that will probably rotate in and out. We've talked about Quejada a bit and how he probably needs to really develop that secondary pitch because his fastball's great. Mm-hmm. However, when you when you pick up on that, you're, you're gonna you're gonna rock him. He's gonna get rocked. And then of course we're looking for a bounce back season from Loop and in the stat you shared on on Monday show was so great that when he does much better when he has the bases cleared and he has a clean inning. Yes. And so Phil Nevin seems like the type of guy that's going to set these guys up to win. And so Johnny, just your thoughts on how you think each of these guys will be used in the bullpen. And what do you think is the best way forward as we look at the season, where they're coming in, starter goes five, all of that conversation. Give me your thoughts. Well, the first thing is Matt Moore simplified his repertoire in 2022. He was throwing mm. four pitches. I believe it was a I believe it was a slider. He basically he had a fourth pitch. So the fact that he's relying on that fastball, the change and the curveball really helped him hone in on what he does well. And as yeah. you discussed, that curveball more than doubling in RPMs and whiff percentage, man, is just incredible. So more guys are swinging and missing on that curveball and that's exactly what you want out of an off-speed pitch like that. Mike, out of Loop and Quijada and Matt Moore, I think Matt Moore is going to be the lefty. I think he's going to be the guy that they go to for those lefty matchups. Maybe Aaron Loop will be the secondary guy if Matt Moore pitched the night before or two nights in a row, or maybe he went two innings the night before. And then Quijada, this gives him a chance to be the flamethrower and give guys a different look than Matt Moore's changeup, curveball, things like that. Obviously, he's going to throw harder than both Aaron Loop and Matt Moore. So you have a variety of lefties here that all give different looks to the batter, and they're going to have to play catch up on the fastball. They're going to have to be patient on the Matt Moore curveball. And like you said, Quijada adding a secondary pitch. I know that he was throwing the changeup last season, And that really needed to improve. And hopefully he works on that in spring training. And he's been working on that over the offseason. But man, you've got a lot of different looks because you think about Aaron Loop, he's got that side arm slot too. So you're giving hitters a bunch of different looks. They don't know where the ball's coming from. And, And like you said, Matt Moore's vertical drop is challenging to hitters. And so you've got him throwing in that nasty curve. You got Aaron Loop with that side slot. You've got Quijada flamethrowing. I really love the variety among these three guys, but what are your thoughts? I I agree with you on Matt Moore. I think that he's going to be the guy that we'll probably see more often because he can go and he has shown to go more than just three batters. Like he can go an inning, perhaps even go two innings if necessary. I think that we found last year that when Aaron Loop goes an inning, 
that's when he's the most successful. And mm-hmm. I think what we found last year with Quejada, when he goes just three batters, that's when he's the most successful. Mm-hmm. Meaning that even if he doesn't get out of the inning, it might be wise to just let him go three batters before they figure him out mm-hmm. and then bring somebody in. I get that it's not a clean inning for that person you're bringing in, but I think Quejada is most effective when he's not having to face too many batters and they don't get so much tape on him mm-hmm. and they don't have all of this technology on him. Obviously, as the season goes on, they can kind of gather that. I think it, immediately when he comes in, he can throw the fastball and then throw them off with his off-speed pitch. But you're you're right. I think that Matt Moore is going to carry some of these innings. I could see him not being a, I'm going to come in at this inning sort of guy. I could see him being the guy that comes in maybe in the in the sixth inning, right? Mm-hmm. Or in the eighth inning. I think Lou is going to be a guy that will use to set this bullpen up and set whoever the closer is sure. up along with Ryan Tapera. And then I think that Quejada is going to be kind of a mix or match sort of guy. Like, hey, we need somebody in the sixth inning to get this lefty out. And then, hey, it looks pretty promising for the next two batters. So let's let's have him go out there right now and do what he can do. But Matt Moore in his starting history is a great benefit to this bullpen, even though he's just going to be a bullpen guy because he has the mindset to not just get through three batters, but he can actually get through maybe two, possibly if you have to stretch him out, three innings. It's really great that just this one signing of Matt Moore completely changes the makeup of this bullpen. And I feel a whole lot better about this bullpen, yeah, don't you? Absolutely. Like, I feel a whole lot better about this. I want them to run the projections again so that we can include Matt Moore in the conversation next time. You heard him, Fangraphs. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. We're at the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So we've got some great options out of the bullpen, more options out of the bullpen. Sorry, I had to do it before the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> the Angels have a bullpen that could look like this. Let me just name off the, the names here, Mike. Let me okay. just list them off here. You've got Carlos Estevez. You've got Jimmy Herget. You've got Aaron Loop, Jose Quijada, Ryan Tapera, Matt Moore, and Jaime Berea, who actually had a great discussion with Sam Blum of The Athletic about possibly getting some starts as the number yeah. six guy. Yeah. But he has settled into that long relief role really, really well. And so that'll be something to watch as spring training continues. And then... Here are the 40-man options. These are guys on the 40-man roster who could step into the bullpen. You've got Griffin Canning, of course, probably gets some of those number six starter starts. Tucker Davidson could also be one of those guys. You and I are of the belief that he could be a great bullpen option because of his ability to get three outs and be done, right? Because his biggest struggle was getting through a one through nine lineup 
a second time and a third yeah. time. You've got uh, Justin Garza, Colton Ingram, Jose Marte, Chris Rodriguez. Obviously, that's somebody we can't forget about because Super intriguing. Yep. he was very good out of the bullpen in 21, even got a few starts. Jose Soriano, Andrew Wance, and Zach Weiss are yep. options on the 40-man. So, Mike... Who's starting in the pen this season? What are your thoughts? Well, let's let's look through the numbers. So it's a 26-man roster. They have mm-hmm. to have at least 25 on the roster. And so there, there's obviously going to be six starters. So we've got Shohei, we've got Tyler Anderson, Sandoval, Detmers, and Suarez. And then looking at the numbers, uh, the names that we have written down here, Jaime Bria, I think, is a good option for that sixth starter spot because he will be that swing guy. But if he moves there, then we're going to need somebody in the pen. So let's let's say that it's let's say that it's Griffin Canning mm-hmm. that's going to be in that sixth spot. So then Berea's in the bullpen. I think the the guys that you have listed here are great. These are seven guys. I think Estevez is probably going to be the closer. Herget's probably going to be a, a an end of the game guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what seven guys there, which leaves us about 14 players. I wonder, that would give us eight starters and then six bench players. I wonder if they're going to move one of those bench roles over to the bullpen Hmm. because I look at like a Chris Rodriguez or a Zach Weiss as somebody super intriguing, John, for this bullpen Hmm. because Weiss, I think, kind of showed us something at the end of last year Mm -hmm. and we're all really high on Chris Rodriguez. And so if I'm just guessing here, I'm thinking that they're going to probably move Berea into that six starter spot just because he's healthy and canning still there's some questions there got a great quote from him that we'll share with you later this week and then when the bullpen comes in I think that maybe for the bullpen we have a Rodriguez maybe a Weiss and and I think maybe a a Davidson as kind of the Hmm. long reliever and then we move one of those bench players over so that gives us like eight starters and five bench players that's Mm -hmm. that's where my gut's at right now how do you see it well you have to consider that uh number six starter is not going to be needed like through the first three weeks of the season right we're not going to need him for a while now that could change in one respect and that's if they want Shohei to start on opening day and the home opener they would need a number six starter. So keep that in mind. However, they have the advantage of having kind of that swing guy, somebody who can be sent down to AAA to bring up another bullpen arm. So if that's the case, and it's somebody like Griffin Canning or somebody that has moves, we'll probably see them with the team, down in the minors, back up with the team so they can get that sixth start. And they're going to take advantage of the fact that they're essentially going with a five-man rotation, but only when they need a number six starter. Someone with options. Yeah, Yeah. it'll be somebody with options. And here's what I think will happen. You'll have have Jaime Berea pitch out of the bullpen. And then about the time that a six start is coming up, you could have him do it. And then once he's done that, you could send somebody else down and bring somebody else up to kind of take his spot in the bullpen because he is out of options. So he can't go down. Neither can Tucker Davidson, right? So you'll want somebody to replenish the Jaime Berea start slash long relief spot. And you'll have to carry him on the team, even though he can't be pitched in the next game or the game after that or something like that. So all of that to say, I think we're going to see a lot of up and down moves from the angels. And sometimes we'll probably be like, what's going on? Who's, who's up with the team now? But Gonna this be an elevator, me, right? <laughs> yes. This this encourages me though, Mike, because all of these names that we've listed, and we haven't even talked about like possible double A names like Ben Joyce or, right. or, or yeah. uh, Eric, uh, Torres. Eric Torres. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't even talked about those options too. So that's what I'm ex- intrigued about is as the Angels get, you know, 
cute with the yeah, roster yeah. and have to move pieces around. It's going to serve them really well to uh, move some guys around and really take advantage of the fact that they are running Shohei out there every six days instead of every six starts. And that gives them the option to be flexible. And we'll see more of these arms get chances out of the bullpen. I feel really good, especially with this Matt Moore addition. I think we've really solidified a good bullpen this season. And I think with Phil Nevin in charge, I think we're going to see some better bullpen management in 2023. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. And now make your second listen to Locked On MLB Prospects show with our friend Lindsey Crosby. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. And his podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, be sure to follow us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you there. Mike, we've got a great show tomorrow that we're very excited about. What, what are we doing? We have a special guest. Sarah Valenzuela from the LA Times will be joining us. She's a great follow on Twitter. She's at spring training right now, and she's going to be sitting in with us and giving us all of the details. She's going to tell us when Shohei Otani signs his extension, <laughs> right? No? Right. Okay. Yeah. But she's actually she's going to help us to feel better about the conversation that has yes. been taking place. So looking forward to having Sarah on the show. That's tomorrow on Locked on Angels. All right, friends, we hope you'll come back and join us for that interview. In the meantime, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Angels, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.